Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. A great song indeed. We trust God is doing you good. Blessing you so much in a mighty way. Thank you so much to Johan Els. He's back with you tomorrow. And he'll take you through. As I always say, man, when you're listening to that man, you are listening to the joy ride. One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM and 729 Cape Pulpit. Impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape. 657 AM Radio Pulpit coming to you live. We trust God is doing you good and uh, blessing you so much in a mighty way. Uh, we are together throughout up to uh, the hour eight Wednesday live. The name of the show. My name is Ray, and uh, of course, um, hanging out with the men of God. Moruti uh, Karabo Maraka is on the line, and also uh, Pastor Samuel Kabamba is on the line. Let me welcome them, and let me start with Pastor Sam. Moruti, welcome and uh, much blessings to you. Thank you for gracing us even tonight. Uh, thank you very much, and uh, all the blessings go to you as well, and to Pastor Murake, and we thank God as well to all for all the listeners and uh, to uh, Radio Pulpit, and we are so grateful for the good work that uh, uh, is taking place at uh, the radio, and uh, yeah, we're here to to serve the Lord again. Amen, amen to that, amen to that, and Murati uh, uh, Muraka is also on the line. Greetings to you. Men of God, greetings, my brother Ray, and also greetings to my brother Samuel Kabamba, as well as every listener in the mighty name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. And uh, of course, uh, tonight we are going to be talking about the works of service, through service. Yeah. Uh, as to what is true works of service. And um, as we start with that, one will come to understand that uh, (laughs) what has been taking place is services that looked like great works of God, but we find as we go on that it is not as God classifies as great and good service or true works of service. We find that people are serving their own churches and denominations, their own empires, they're building their own empires. Others have gone to an extent of even using other spirits to perform works that looks like or that look like true works of service. There is abundant proof everywhere uh, where um, people are coming out and saying, look, we were faking this. We were acting on those miracles. And there are videos that show one person who is healed of a deformed hand in one service. And you also see them in another service in another town. And you also see them in another service also in another province being healed of the same thing, the same miracle, the hand that was withered, becoming straight again. And we are not looking down at the truth, which is more than the fact that God can do miracles, that God can work his works amongst people. We are not looking down at that, neither are we dispelling the notion that he still does those things. We only are getting to the word of God that we get explanation of what true works are all about. True works of service unto the Lord. What are they even all about? What does the word of God say? I can say we had gone on to experience quite a lot of misconceptions. Quite a lot of things have been said. Um, uh, quite a lot of things have been, um, uh, you know, actualized, institutionalized, and officialized as works of God. 
even ministries that had come through as works of God. We also have seen that. But very few of us have gone on to the word of God just like the Bereans would do. Even if it was Paul talking and performing all those great wonders. Very few of us would go and consult the word of God again to check. How do we see if this is the true work of God? And how do we see that this may look like the work of God? But it ain't. It is not. How do we determine as to what are the characteristics of a true work of service? Or what is the yardstick according to the word of God regarding true works of service? What have we come to understand with regards to that? What are we seeing being done today? What is the notion of today about what works of service are? Many people think it is when you gather people around, you call different speakers, you pay them 15000 each to come and talk. I don't dispute that. People have to travel, of course. But do they bring the true service of God? One has to check what happens in the lives of the people after this man or this woman has disappeared with the wind. And we don't see them for a year or two. Is there a change? Is the seed sprouting? Have they planted a seed? Have they cultivated a shoot? Have they pruned a branch? Or have they facilitated the, few, the, the fruit bearing? Through works of service. That is what we're looking into. And I trust as we do that God will do you good and bless you so much in a mighty way. And uh, the issue also, uh, when it comes to true works, you know, of service, is the attitude that uh, needs to be there. True works of service cannot be done outside God. We see many people doing these works outside God. And when I say outside God, I mean that they do not give God the glory, neither do they recognize him for such. It is them. They speak in their own authority. And we see other works that are being done, but they are not carried into completion. Whereas our God is perfect. Works must be completed. I will prove it. I will look into the word of God. If it is not completed, it is not the work of God. <laughs> and also our service... Are they a spiritual ministry that still gives God the glory? These are some of the yardsticks. And if they are done, are they done according to or in cooperation with God? Are they done in line with him, in his will? For these works are the works of the grace of God. And 2 Corinthians 6.1 says, We then as workers together with him also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. When the work is not done in cooperation with God. It means when it is not done according to the will of God. And that it must be done willingly. I have heard many people else I was growing up, maybe Murutimuraka will attest to this. And people would say, for God has placed a burden upon my life. Hey, and we mm -hmm. didn't want to become ministers, Pastor Sam. Because this guy, <laughs> when he talks, he talks about this vision of God as something that really is killing him <laughs> and is taking away the will to live. Like it's, it's, like it's, it's, it's vision, his yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. You know, says it was imparted on me. It's heavy upon <laughs> me. Yeah, and you, you know, hey, I don't want this kind of work. <laughs> I don't want this kind of work. You yeah. know, yet the word of God speaks quite powerfully. In Nehemiah chapter 11, verses 2, it says, 
And the people blessed all the men who willingly offered themselves to dwell in Jerusalem. Hmm? To do the work of God. Judges chapter 5 verse 2. When leaders lead in Israel. When people willingly offer themselves. Bless the Lord. In the work of God people are offering themselves. Bless the Lord. Hey. Psalm 110 verse 3 says, Your people shall be volunteers in the day of your power, in the beauties of holiness. From the womb of the morning, you have the dew of your youth. They shall be volunteers. Not professionals who become multi-billionaires and own planes and all those things, and now they can't even explain themselves as to why do they own so many planes. Someone is owning two jet planes, and I'm not being jealous. And when asked, why are you owning two? He says, no, when God sends me to a place, I want to arrive quickly. That was the answer. It's amazing also when you look into Second Chronicles. Chapter 28, verse 15. It speaks about our service as a service of helps. Helpfulness. Then the men who were designated by name rose up and took the captives from the spoil. Uh, it says, from the spoil, they clothed all who were naked among them, dressed them and gave them sandals, gave them food and drink, and anointed them, and then let all the feeble ones ride on donkeys. So they brought them to their brethren at, Jerusalem, at Jericho, the city of palm trees. Then they returned to Samaria. Helpfulness there. I don't know if there's any service delivery as this. When you're hungry, they feed you. When you're a widow, they take care of your homestead, your household. Proverbs 31 verse 20, great service there. She extends her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hands to the needy. Wow. The Proverbs 31 woman. The, 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 the Basalani say that, the Proverbs 31 woman. It's actually the church, the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's actually the church. And... Uh, Look at Isaiah 35 verse 3. Here's a true service. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Do we still see that? Jesus Christ says with regards to services. And he's talking to many who claim that they were doing his works in his name. He says in Matthew 25 35. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you, you took me in. Wow. Wow. Remember the great Samaritan when Jesus Christ was describing the very topic we are talking about. Which means it's something that has been difficult amongst people. That they, wish, they would serve to glorify themselves. Luke 10.34 So he went to him and bandaged his wounds. That merciful Samaritan, pouring oil on wine, and set him on his own uh, on his own animal, brought him to an inn and took care of him. Hmm. Another aspect of this, First Corinthians sixteen verse fifteen and sixteen, I urge you, brethren. You know the household of Stephanas, that it is the first fruit of Achaia, and that they have devoted themselves to the ministry of the saints, that you should also submit to such and to everyone who works and labors with us. What is a true service? It is a question that comes to mind. And we are asking this question right after this. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on 
www.radiopulpit.co.za. Did you know you can order your favorite Radio Pulpit programs on CD so that you can listen to them whenever you like? Contact our friendly client services department now to place your order. You will find them on 012-334-1200, 657-AM, your daily companion. Radio Buzzing of Life, 657-AM. There you go, 657-AM, Radio Pulpit coming to you live. Let me start with you, Muruti Muraka, this week. And uh, true service, what should come to mind to a child of God today? Uh Thank you, my brother. Uh, first of all, when we are talking of the true works of service, uh, let me start with service because I think it, uh, it is. I'm not going to talk about uh, trying to define works, but let's define service because I believe it's the easiest of all. The, the others. Um, and I'm going to read First Corinthians chapter 12 uh, at least to look at it from that angle. From verse 4. There are diversities of grace gifts but the same spirit. There are diversities of services, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of implementations, but it is the same God who implements all in all. Mm. We That verse 5, which talks to uh, diversities of services, we are saving uh, the Lord, one Lord, and that Lord is Jesus Christ. And uh, it is it is important to note that uh, maybe right away I should uh, say this: that we all know that uh, the scriptures. Uh, were originally written in three languages. Um, what we call the the the, the Old Testament was uh, was written in two. It was Hebrew and Aramaic, and then the New Testament. Uh, we know it was written in Greek. However, about two hundred years before Jesus Christ was born, the what we call the Old Testament was also translated into Greek. And I want to put forth that all these things happened because God wanted them to happen that way. Because he meant to help us. Uh, And I'm saying this because when you look at Hebrew, it will use one word to describe something which is so rich that Greek will come and split uh, in terms of, of translating, split uh, that one word into two or maybe three. Uh, and when one follows them through thoroughly, and, and this is for those who say, I've got a gift of teaching, they need to thoroughly study the scriptures, even as they are submitting to the Holy Spirit to lead and guide. Uh, it's not for us tonight to, 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 to go at length into this, but it's a fact. And, and, and some of the words which we are using today, it's very important to understand that when in Greek, there, there is a differentiation where you can see, okay, they have used this for this, they have used that for that. And this is led by the Holy Spirit, because the Word of God tells us that uh, in, in, in Second Peter chapter 1, that no one just was as led by the Spirit. Now I'm saying this to, to really uh, emphasize that 
when the word of God speaks about service, unfortunately, unfortunately, when we translate it to our languages, like English, my language, Spana, and languages, there's no uh, care taken to follow the Greek. There was a covering, a hiding of what God really was saying in how he has presented these scriptures to us in Greek. And saying that when we talk about service, there is another word which is associated. But when you look at Greek, they are different. And that word is ministry. There is a word which just speaks to ministry, and there is a word which just speaks to service. Unfortunately, when you read the, the English Bible, you will confuse these two because the English Bible just goes over them without making that distinction. So when the Word of God says we are deacons or deca- de- de- uh, uh, we do uh, the work of a deacon, uh, diaconeo, meaning to serve, we are saving Jesus. And Ephesians chapter 4, I'm going there. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 12 says this, because it agrees with what we are speaking about today. It says, in, of the Holy One, or Saint, for the work of service, and many of our English versions uh, uh, will say, Okay. If you can shift a bit where you are, Maruti, because we seem to be losing you a bit. Can, can you still hear me? Yeah, now we can hear you. Uh, it's a bit clear. Yes, okay. Maruti. Yeah. Now, the, like we always talk about in verse 11 about these five-fold uh, 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 servants, they are there to help the Holy One, the saints, the, the believers, to equip them for the work of service, for the work where we will be serving Jesus Christ, even as we are doing whatever works that we are doing. And the last part of that verse is for the building up of the body of Christ. So whatever we are doing, the purpose of it is that the body of Christ should be built up. First in, in, in quantity, and then quality. And uh, this work now has, has been, if it is true work, it must uh, 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 be made up of two components. And I'm going to First Timothy chapter 6, verse 18. It says this, let them work good that they may be rich in fine works. Again, we have what I was saying, that a confusion in, 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 in words. Sometimes the word agathos is uh, 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 rendered as good. And then other times the word Carlos is rendered as good, but they are not necessarily the same. Uh, so in reading that verse 18, it is saying that uh, those who are of Christ, they must work good, which is Agathos, that they may be rich in uh, Carlos words, which is fine works, or superb works. And I'm taking time, my brother, please bear with me. I'm taking time because this, I believe, is very important. We find in Matthew chapter 19, someone approaching Jesus Christ and saying this uh, from verse 16. Matthew chapter 19 from verse 16. Now, behold, one approached and said to him, good teacher, which is Agathos, what Good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life. Jesus answered him in verse 17 and said, Why do you accept me as good? No one is good 
but one. That is God. But if you want to enter into life, keep the commandment. Now, Jesus is drawing attention of everybody to the fact that in emanates from God because it is only God who is Agathos. Okay. Said that mm. anything which is callous, which is fine, which is superb, can be done by anyone. And I'm going to give an example. Somebody will look after people who, who are poor, whether they are born again or not born again. That kind of work is a callous work. It is a fine work. It is a superb work. However, somebody will uh, be empowered inside of them to say no to sinning. That is a good work. That is uh, an Agathos work. Somebody will, 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 will be full of joy even when they go through a persecution, like Paul and Silas in prison, praising God and singing, instead of uh, complaining about what has happened to them. That is, Agath- that is good work. And that is why in First Timothy he says, people, those who are children of God should work good so that their fine works uh, uh, should be rich. Having said that, the Bible says in Acts chapter 14, verse 17, it is God who works Uh, or rather let me quote it than paraphrase it. Nevertheless, he did not leave himself without witness. In that, he worked good, gave us rain from heaven and fruit in season, filling our hearts with nourishment and gladness. You see, it it is impossible for whatever God does that it not be good. It emanates from God who is intrinsically good. And it comes out being good. And another way of describing the good works to which we have been beforehand uh, uh, prepared to walk in is uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, says, which says this. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Another way of describing good works is is that they are the fruit of the Spirit, produced by a good God in those that have been born of God. God. So in other words, anyone, anyone that is not born again is incapable of producing good works. In other words, works that are the fruit of the Spirit can only be produced by the Spirit of God in us. That's why we are called to first produce those kind of works, which are love, agape love, joy, peace, gentleness, faith, uh, long-suffering, you know, we we can name them. They are the the ones that actually help our fine works to be consummately all of them to be true works. And then we are truly serving Christ. And that is why Jesus Christ, you quoted something earlier on. That is why Jesus Christ said, even people who will come and say, we have done these uh, fine works, like we prophesied, uh, we healed people, we visited them in prison. And then Jesus will say, I 
did not know you. Why? Because they were never born from above. They didn't have the spirit producing the good works so that the good works formed the foundation for the other works to, to be performed. When we perform those works of taking care of other people, of doing this, it must be because we have been born from above and we are producing the fruit of the Spirit. So to produce the fruit of the Spirit and also do these fine works is actually to walk in true works in service to Jesus Christ. Because then we are not saving a denomination. Then we are not saving uh, uh, people uh, for the sake of saving people. We are saving people because we are saving Jesus Christ. And it must start in being born again, yielding to the Spirit to produce the fruit, and then we can do these other works. Not the other way around. the other work that do. We know okay. there is even an organization in South Africa right. always respond uh, when there are disasters all over the world. Okay. And yet they are not. And yet when you look at their work, they are superb, they are commendable, okay. but they do not come from good works first. Uh, okay. So they are not true works of okay. service. Okay. Uh, your, your phone is really not doing you justice there. Um, I don't know, maybe if you can shift where you are. But um, uh, we are talking about true service. If you just joined us, true works of service. Uh, that's the topic we gave, true works of service. What are they even all about? And I trust and believe God is blessing you so much in a mighty way. And if you just joined us, that is what we are talking about, right? It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9089. Our I Am Youth Counseling team, Charles Toy and Danny Van Bili, are ready to connect with you today. At Radio Pulpit, we love the interaction we have with our listeners on all the social media platforms. It is also our way of giving everyone a voice that can be heard all over the world. Unfortunately, we have been experiencing huge difficulties with WhatsApp for a while now, and we are now forced to find a viable alternative. That alternative is called Telegram. Telegram is an app that works exactly the same as WhatsApp, and it uses the same telephone number as well. All you need to do to be able to chat with your favorite presenter is to download the Telegram app onto your phone and send your message or voice note the same way you always did. We will then be able to receive and answer your message faster and the privacy on this app is much better too. So, whether you have an iPhone or an Android, the app pick is a white paper plane in a blue circle. Please download the Telegram app right away and make life easier for everyone. Faith, hope and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM. True works of service. Uh, that's the topic we gave. True works of service. What are they even all about? And uh, it's just amazing there, you know, uh, when you look at true works of service, you also see amongst many things. Oh, no. And uh, what you see is, is God's tenderheartedness, you know. Um, check true, true works of service, Job chapter 29, 15 and 16. I was eyes to the blind and I was feet to the lame. Also says, I was a father to the poor, and I searched out the case that I did not know. Wow. Amazing there. Hands of mercy and compassion, if you can speak with regards to that. Amazing also there. The Good Samaritan. 
that the works of true service there are just amazing. And also, um, if you look into what Jesus Christ says in Matthew 25, 35, when he says, I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. He classifies that as true works of service. Amazing there. And uh, uh, the works of God are just so strong. And we need to understand what these are even all about. And tonight is true works of service unto the Lord. Pastor Sam, what comes to mind? Uh, thank you very much, man um, of God, for the question. Uh, actually, when you look at, uh, uh, you know, Murat has said quite a lot of things, and also you also I mean, uh, put a lot of things uh, on the table already. Mm. Uh, we're looking at, uh, when you see the Bible, oh, I would like to go in the book of uh, uh, Acts uh, 2, uh, for the two, uh, just looking at when this, uh, the, the, the early church started, when uh, the whole church, and we talk about the church, the way it started, uh, you see something very important that I always look at, I always consider that maybe uh, something that we, we're lacking nowadays, uh, that we need to review and see if uh, uh, we're lacking or if we are doing well or maybe if we have to, uh, to I mean, to start the whole thing. Uh, these are a few things that I would look at. I mean, I consider uh, the early the church as uh, the church that would really truly express the true uh, works of service because they did it in such a way that uh, uh, we could see results because the bottom line is when you talk about the works of service we need to see results we need to see growth in a way we need to talk about people have grown they've grown to a place where uh, they are mature they understand things and maybe they start also getting to know uh, where they're standing where they're going with class because uh, in the, the whole picture is to to build from one brick to I mean from one brick to another, and to be able to build uh, people's lives whereby they can understand that they, they, yesterday they were they were on level one, today they're on level two, or they've gone on step three or four. And people can feel that they've grown, they've become uh, mature in the things of God, and all this has to be produced by the true work of service. When people sit and do what is being required of them. When you talk about work, we're looking at, I mean, assignments, we see duties, we see tasks, we see labor, we see uh, commissions, we see projects, we see things that have been given to people. And us as Christians, as uh, sons of God, as uh, children of God, we've been given a duty, tasks, I mean, to do. And all these are coming from the Lord himself. And what happens is when you check the Bible in the book of uh, Matthew, uh, uh, the, the, the big commission, I mean, it's given to us in Matthew 28, when he speaks to the, uh, to the disciples that he has received the power, and then he tells them, go in the world and make uh, all nations my disciples. Teach them to, to do what? To observe whatever I've taught you. Now, this, when, you, when you look at this and you take it now from the, uh, the, the book of Acts, you see what uh, has transpired in the book of Acts. The Bible says, I mean, uh, Acts 2, uh, you can see from uh, uh, 40, and it starts already from 40. You see, and, and with many other words, uh, he testified and ex ex exalted them, saying, be saved from this perverse generation. Then those who were gladly, those who gladly received mm. um, the word of God, what happened to them? They were baptized. The Bible says they were baptized. And that day, about 3,000 souls were added to them. Meaning these people, they did something that was right. And from that day, 3,000 people were added. Now, verse 42 says this. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and in fellowship, in the breaking of bread, in prayers. Then fear, then fear came upon every soul. Mm. And many Many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. For for the first says, now all who believed were together and had all things in common. I love when the Bible says had all things in common. Here, meaning that this would have come to a place where they understood that uh, whatever they had, they did not just get it by their own son. Although they did not know Christ yet, but the day they became, because they realized, I mean, whatever we have is from God. 
and we cannot just stay out, I mean, far from each other. Why can't you bring everything together and be uh, in one place whereby we can share everything? Somebody will say, can this be feasible today? Today you might not come together with everything and share, but we have other ways of sharing whatever we have. That's why it's so very important to understand, first of all, the, the things that the Bible says they, they what, I mean, uh, made the early church. The Bible says they continue steadfastly in what? In teaching. The teaching, you know, I would love I mean, to say something here. Uh, if you want to talk about the true works, if you want to understand where the true, where true works are really being done, not only in terms of miracles and signs and so on, but also in terms of what I mean, makes people, uh, people start becoming, uh, uh, becoming a mature and understand the things of God. What happened is when I, I look at uh, these two things, where there was, I, mean, I look at the, I mean, the Word of God uh, and, and, the, and, and what, I mean, the manifestation of the Word of God, the manifestation of it. What do I say? What do I mean by this? Where there is the true Word of God, where the teaching is going on, teaching, true teaching, there must be the demonstration of that teaching. If there's no demonstration of the teaching, meaning that there's no true teaching, today you see people saying that that church is boring because they teach only. In our church, we don't teach much, but we see miracles. Mm. But the question is, where there is teaching, true teaching, miracles or signs and wonders will occur. But if there's no teaching and there are signs and wonders, we need to question that. Where are those things coming from? Because Teaching means demonstration, in a way. Teaching means uh, 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 pointing out or show something. When you teach something, you need to prove it. You need to demonstrate it. That's what the Bible says. The Word of God will never come on earth and go back to God empty. It gets to fulfill the purpose of which it comes. The Word of God comes to enlighten us. It comes to reveal to us. It comes to show us the truth. It comes to tell us what we have become. And then I'll believe this. way there's a teaching... There must be the power of God. As Paul says, the teaching that we are giving to you is what? It is the power of God unto our salvation. Meaning when you speak, that word has to produce something, and we need to see some works, some results. People need to see what is happening. Meaning that the people who are only teaching and they don't see miracles, we need, to, we need also to question that. We need to ask them, is it really the true teaching? What are you really teaching? Because if you are teaching the word of God, it has to prove itself. It cannot just be, uh, I mean, uh, dormant and it does not produce anything. That's the problem. That, that's one thing you need to consider. Now, with this uh, first church, what happened is I mean, the Bible says they continue steadfastly teaching the Word of God. And as they were teaching, people felt compared to do what? They could not stay away. They came together. But because there was a true teaching, the Word of God was going in sun, wonders and miracles were taking place. And there was a, a sense of awe. People felt that we can, I mean, there is a God because true teaching was going on. And I believe for us to, to look at this, the true works of service, as I, say, as I said before, as I'm, I'm, I'm kind of saying, true teaching needs to be given. Mm. People need to be taught. They need to understand what is really the works of God. What is really to serve God. They need to understand that. The moment they understand that, then they will go through it and experience the glory of God without a problem. The second thing I want to mention here, people, uh, these people, they were in fellowship and the breaking of bread. No, they were spending time together, not just for the sake of being uh, meeting on certain Sunday, as nowadays what we do. We meet on Sunday, and the next minute, I mean, after the service is over, everyone goes in one direction, and we meet again next Sunday. Sometimes we even, I mean, don't know, who passed away during the week, because if you, are, you have a huge church, somebody may pass away, and then we don't, we decide, that's it, so we don't see her anymore. Oh, she has already passed away. But we ask ourselves, are we really uh, fellowshipping? You know, the man of God spoke about love. He talked about agape. He spoke about coming together. And we, it's by coming together that we start not producing the work. We start not understanding what to do. We support one another. Those who are weak are supported by those who are strong. And by coming together, we start now seeing our, our difficulties. We start helping each other. We start now seeing the, the, the clear picture of the, of the things of God. It is by coming together, eating together, that we becoming a family. We will never become a family by not eating together, to be honest. Even the normal family. A normal family, if people don't, 
eat together. Each one comes and eats at its own time. Believe you me, that family will never be connected. That family will be, will be in trouble. Let's see, we need to come together from time, not from time, but they need to come together all the time. Whereby daddy is there, mommy is there, the children are around, and you eat, you, you make some jokes, and you, you ask yourself, I mean, what was, I mean, the day, and that makes a family be a family. And from there, works will be, will be, will be done, because that way now we are producing things that you are seeing from each other, that you are experiencing, that you are learning from each other, and you cannot produce them. If we don't do that, we don't, we don't have that time of fellowship, we don't have time of breaking bread, we don't have time of eating together, that, I mean, uh, uh, does not really help us. And another thing I want to mention is, I mean, the prayer or the worship, to pray together. When you pray together, you produce results. You know, by praying together, you receive the revelation. The Bible says, we see a, a lot of, I mean, examples. Peter was in a prison, and the church was praying. As they were praying, Peter was released. I mean, this is our work, because they spent time, they understood that our brother is in the prayer, uh, sorry, is in prison. When you understand that, I mean, uh, we are not, we, we are one of the, well, what is missing, we can stand in prayer, we can support one another in prayer and produce results. The last thing I want to mention here, and then uh, just for, uh, for, for sake of introduction, is to go into mission. People don't, we don't, we don't, I mean, serve anymore together. We don't go out there and preach the gospel together. Mm. It is by going out there and see how people preach, how people deliver the word. I might not be able to preach, but when I sit next to people who are preaching the gospel, I might learn something. We go together and I, experience, I see how God is touching hearts, how God is delivering people, and then we start not in the glory of God manifesting, and that will make us grow. When you talk about the works of service, this has to produce growth. I mentioned it before. You need to see growth in the people of God. People of God need to be transformed. They need to change the way of doing things. They need to become uh, an instrument that God can use. And then you cannot start talking about, I mean, work of God. You cannot start talking about, I mean, the service of God. Because if there is no such, you know, we'll never be able. And I look at our, in, our, in our current world now, uh, with, especially with what is happening, what the devil does, what he's, he's doing, is to deprive us from what? For fellowshipping. It will deprive us from what? From having time of a true teaching. It will deprive us from having time of praying together. It ought to deprive us of I mean, time of going in a mission together. We don't do all these things. And because we don't do this, somehow, somewhere, the church is becoming weak. It's becoming weak in a, in a way of a producing results. It's becoming weak on showing the works of God. And now people now, because we don't do that, then people manufacture those things. I don't see having, having a problem where in a certain church, it will be one individual who will start manufacturing things. Because we don't see them. For us to see them, we need to manufacture them. We need to bring them closer to us. Why are we supposed to go with, out there and those things are supposed to follow us? I'm finishing on this. The Bible says in the Mark, Mark, Mark 16. These are the signs that shall follow you. These are the works. These are the things. These are the stuff that you have to follow you wherever you go. You shall do this, you shall do that. And all this has to come through what? Through, I mean, uh, your, your, your belief in God. Now, because we cannot go, if we don't go, then there's nothing that's going to follow you. What do you do? Then somebody says, sit on that bench, sit on that chair, I'll bring those miracles to you. I'll bring those signs to you. And because, I mean, uh, we did not go, meaning that instead of us being followed by signs, now we found ourselves following signs and work. We said now running after those, I mean, um, uh, things that, I mean, are kind of being uh, uh, spectacular. We want to run after them. Why are we supposed to, those things are supposed to follow us? This is the way the devil has brought into, I mean, he has kind of confused the whole thing, the whole picture. And we sit in the church, somebody standing in front of us, it's not a manufacturing thing, manufacturing thing. Why did they, any church, what did they do? They went through the people. They went to the people. They went and showed the good works. They went and showed what God gave to them. And some wonders and miracles were taking place because they did what was right. Mm, I hear you well. And, uh, of course, we trust and believe God is blessing you so much in a mighty way. 
And, uh, of course, uh, we trust that all is well. You know, we are talking about true works of service. True works of service, you know. Uh, and, and I want to know what you make of this aspect. Since time has gone, it looks like this. We will take, uh, you know, another episode to do this. Because I have only asked the first question and we are already at 7 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are already at 7 o'clock, you know. Uh, so it looks like we will have to really tread slowly on this. I also have questions with regards to what I've heard being spoken. And yeah. um, uh, the Word of God, of course, that we, we discuss on the Word of God with regards to this. But we also are opening the lines because it's 7 o'clock. We are opening the lines. You can talk to us directly there and tell us what does it mean when we speak of the true works of service. What are the true works of service? Imisebenzi yenkonzo kuChristu Jesu yempela imisebenzi enjani I want to hear from you 0123338699 or 0123341322 Tell us there and and let's find out what you make of this before I go to the second step It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone Sometimes we just need someone to talk to someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text. Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9089. Our I Am Youth Counseling team, Charles Toy and Danny Van Bili, are ready to connect with you today. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM.